Welcome to the All About Feeling Good podcast, where I talk to people from all over Canada and we learn about their journey into a plant-based lifestyle. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode. My name is Richard Arsenault, and I'll be your host for this podcast. Today, I have with me Sarah Locke. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Good. How are you? Not too bad. Thank you for having me. We will begin by letting you introduce yourself. Sure. Um, so my name is Sarah. I'm 20 years old. I'm from Muskoka, Ontario, but I'm currently on Prince Edward Island right now studying biology at university. Um, I'm the organizer of a vegan activist group here on the island called Compassionate Islanders for Animals, or CIFA. Um, and I'm also just recently involved with Veg PEI, which is a great organization that my friend Hillary started, um, which is basically a resource for all things vegan on the island. Awesome. Perfect. Uh, let's get right into it. And when did you adopt a plant-based lifestyle? I've been vegetarian since I was four years old, but I turned vegan, I believe, four years ago. Okay, cool. What made you go plant-based and were there any doubts? When I initially went vegetarian at the age of four, I essentially had just learned about um, meat actually being an animal. So when I made that connection, it didn't sit well with me just as an inherent animal lover. Um, but as well, when I was younger, I grew up in a family of hunters and fishermen. And um, I remember during hunting season, I would always see the deer being hung up in my garage. Um, and I just obviously was pretty opposed to that, um, even at a young age. So that was my initial push to go vegetarian. But then further, when I was in high school, I met my best friend, Amanda, and she was already vegan at the time. And up until then, I had really assumed that being vegetarian was the best I could do for the animals. I didn't really know um, about the cruelty in the dairy and egg industry and so on. So um, once I learned about that, I made the switch to veganism. Awesome. Cool. Did you initially go plant-based for health, environment, or ethical reasons? Definitely for the animals, so for ethical reasons. Previously, what was your food style? I was living with my parents until I moved away to university. So essentially, I just ate whatever they were serving for dinner, um, and it would be like a non-vegetarian or vegan meal, but they would just exclude the vegan, the non-vegan and non-vegetarian elements from my plate so I would essentially they would always serve like a meat and um, carbs and then like some sort of vegetable mix so I would just eat more of the vegetables awesome cool how did you feel after going plant-based were you affected physically or mentally after making that change including any struggles I remember feeling so much better physically um, just being able to maintain my energy throughout the day a lot longer um, and just feeling like lighter and more energized mentally as well. I really believe that veganism, um, plays a huge factor in one's mental health. Um, just seeing as, you know, as a vegan, we recognize, um, all of the meat and dairy and egg propaganda that's constantly being pushed on the public. Um, and that can really wear on you as you're, you know, constantly recognizing these things every day. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I think mentally it's it's something larger to overcome mentally than one may initially expect. Um, but there's definitely you know resources out there and um, 
ways to get around that. I wouldn't let you discourage that from becoming vegan, but it is something to think about for sure. Yeah, totally. You feel somewhat maybe clear-minded in a way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like it's like taking the blindfold off um, and then, you know, you just wish that everyone else could see it the way you see it. Um, but it feels it feels good to be, you know, doing what we believe is right. Yeah, for sure. How did it affect people around you, like your friends and family? Um, well... Like I said, I grew up in a family of hunter and fishermen um, and definitely huge meat eating culture. So um, with that being said, my family was um, incredibly accommodating of me, though they didn't change, you know, the way they ate and lived. Um, they definitely have always respected my choices, which I think is really awesome. Okay, cool. What would you say keeps you on this lifestyle? The animals. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, the animals. Animals are suffering every day. And um, I think just being aware of that is all the motivation one could ever really need. Yeah, totally. I agree. What are your favorite meals and snacks? <sighs> I forgot about this question. I'm so excited to answer it. I love food. <laughs> um, what are my favorite meals and snacks? Oh, my God. My favorite meal, not my favorite meal, my favorite snack is frozen grapes with maple syrup on them. I swear it is so yummy. <laughs> if if there is anyone out there who has not yet tried this snack, please do so. Your life will be changed forever. <laughs> Otherwise, in terms of vegan matters, <laughs> um, I am a huge pasta lover, so I definitely especially as a student, admittedly live on pasta quite a bit. But of sure. course, I try to, you know, get in as much fruit and vegetables as at all possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Perfect. What tips and tricks would you have for people interested in trying a plant-based lifestyle? I would say watch as many documentaries and read as much as you can about it, um, because that will maintain your motivation going through the transition you know if you are missing that piece of cheese i know i love cheese so much before i transitioned um and if you're you know really struggling one day and really miss it a lot um just remember you know what you learned in those documentaries and you know the information that has made you want to make the change um, but as well of course you know if you slip up and you eat that piece of cheese know that you can always you know start again there's no um, the change doesn't need to be linear. It can definitely be an up and down process. Mm -hmm, for sure. Do you see a plant-based world in the future? And how do you think we can make that happen? Um, as an activist, I think that it's so important to see a plant-based um, world in the future because, you know, it's kind of like what we're the driving force of what we're really hoping for and hoping to see. I think once you get to veganism, if you can challenge yourself to go that extra mile and become an activist and, you know, share the knowledge that has made you change your life, mm -hmm. um, you know, becoming an activist is so important in creating a vegan world. Um, so I would really encourage you to reach out to any friends or people in the community who are involved in activism and see, you know, if there's some way that you could 
be comfortable becoming involved, even if it's, you know, at a protest, just holding a sign, or if you prefer leafleting, or if you prefer, you know, doing things on social media or behind the scenes, however you feel you can get involved, I think it's really, really important. And once you challenge yourself to do so, I think that you'll feel really great. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's so many different ways of doing activism. And um, it doesn't just mean that you have to go hold a sign or you have to go protest. You can just even post pictures of your food online or you can just share vegan messages online just to get um, the word out a little more. Totally. One of our vegan activists, um, role models for our CIFA organization, um, her name is Jeff Martel. She works with Vegan Outreach. And um, one of the things she really highlighted was that um, activism can look however you want it to look. You know, if you have a personal talent, you can put a twist on it and make it a form of activism for the animals. Um, Protests and vigils and things like that are awesome starting points. And there are definitely varying roles you can um, become a part of in each of those, but you can totally think of something new. It doesn't have to be, you know, just the cookie cutter activism stuff. Yeah, for sure. Totally. Well, that is all for this episode. Thank you very much for taking the time to be uh, part of this podcast. Thanks for having me. It was fun. (laughs) Awesome. And if you come across anybody that would like to spread the message in this form, uh, send them my way and have yourself a nice day. I will let them know. Thank you. You too. Hey, I'm back for another plant-based resource. I just want to give a quick description of the group that Sarah mentioned earlier in the podcast. It's called Compassionate Islanders for Animals, or CIFA, C-I-F-A. It's a new animal rights activist group on the island for activists of Prince Edward Island dedicated to a compassionate future for all animals. They do initiatives like fur protests, outreach with plant-based literature, fundraising for a local vegan sanctuary, and much more. If people want more information or know how to get involved with their events, please visit Compassionate Islanders for Animals on Facebook or Instagram. That is it, and see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you guys want to donate, there's a Patreon link down below in the description box. If you don't mind, please leave a comment as it helps us grow and spread the message. Hope you like this one and tune in for next week's episode and have a great day.